When we're young, we move with freedom and confidence, with a great resilience to injury. But somewhere along the line, we develop poor habits and become more vulnerable to back pain. Back Pain Solutions features evidence-based and practical advice to help you take back control of your health and get back to the activities you love. This is your guide to better back health through movement. So join us as we demystify some of the commonly held beliefs about back pain and build your confidence to a stronger back the smart way. Welcome back to the Back Pain Solutions podcast, everybody, with me, Ben James, and as always, my co-host, Jacob Stain. Good evening, Jacob. Good evening, Ben. So today's show is all about a reflection on the year and a, I guess a focus on the reflection of our own training to a large extent and uh, how this year has changed the way that we train or at least in the short term it's changed the way we train given the lockdown situations that we've all experienced and it's 2020 if people are listening back it's the 8th of December at this stage so still fresh in the mind for us at this stage but if you're listening, listening back today then maybe this all seems a bit surreal um jacob welcome and let's talk about 2020 from a training point of view because for me certainly you know we've we've not been able to go to the gym here as much in any sense of the word as as usual and so i've had to adapt and we talk a lot about movement we talk a lot about exercise and training and a lot of people will do that a lot of their work at the gym but you know what are your thoughts on the the kind of situation the experiences and you know do you feel that it will change the way that people train um forever you know because i i think a lot of people have quit the gyms locally and maybe they they will never go back i don't know what are your thoughts yes first of all for myself i um I've had an interesting experience because I thought with the first initial March, April, May, almost two and a half months of having my practice closed that I would, you know, I would train at home and as soon as this thing is calming down, everything's going to open up and we're going to go back and we're going to just return to having a, a lovely summer and summer's usually the time we, at the CrossFit gym, we train outside. So really the highlight of the year and everybody's you know it's it's just a lot of fun being there and it's also very social and so i was really looking forward to that but uh, it turned out very different now looking back at it uh, to what i expected at that point and i would say for me at the moment instead of the two to three times at least in the winter that I went a week. Now I, I'm more or less going once in two weeks to the gym where I do things that I otherwise can't do home like rope pull, sled push, farmer's walk, and um, sandbag carry, you know, things that I, I really like to do. Mm -hmm. But I, I need obviously the equipment to do. And I also go just because of the social aspect of it. I know the owners very well and some of the trainers, the personal trainers and the guys who give lessons. And they're my friends. And when I haven't gone for a couple of weeks, I just feel like I really miss them and I really miss the environment. Okay. And if it wasn't for the social side of it, would you would you still go just because of the sleds and things like that? But otherwise you feel like you feel like you're you're getting what you need from working at working out at home and and why why not go back, you know, from a training point of view? 
I think it's about 50-50. I mean, as much as I want to see my friends, I, I really miss the, the, the training possibilities as well. Mm-hmm. And so I really want to go and, and you know, I, I don't always train as hard as I do when I was a bit younger. And also in the winter, I do a little bit less intensity than the summer. But, you know, I really want to push myself with uh, low intensity or, or low skill level exercises where I do high intensity, mm-hmm. such as the sled or farmer's walk or sandbag carry or rope pull, you know, the sort of strong, typical strongman exercises. Sure, yeah, yeah. But, and but when just you to, at home, just, just out of interest, when you train at home, you're not necessarily, you were saying, always in, in your house. Because I'm, I'm kind of taking a sandbag at the minute. I've got three floors. So I'm walking from one end of the, the, the lower um, floor, as it were, and then walking all the way to the top, all the way to the bottom. And that's quite a distance when you when it stacks up so it's quite a nice that's exercise and you, that's very smart that's very yeah. smart you walk up the stairs with your sandbag exactly yeah so then i'm kind of great you know you get in you you get in that additional workout and uh and it's really effective and you realize you know on reflection you can be pretty you can be pretty creative you know yes depending on where you live but you you were saying that you do some of the farmers walks with kettlebells but you'll you'll walk outside so talk us through that and talk us through the equipment that you've got that, that you find is useful. Yes, I will live in an apartment four stories high. So I put some kettlebells in a lift, go all the way down, and then I, um, I will just go outside. And uh, we have a park right at the back of our apartment building. And so what I often do is I, I'll set my Tabata timer and I'll run it for 30-second intervals. And then I, I start my kettlebell series. So every 30 seconds, I change my exercise, whether it's from my right to my left arm or to a different exercise. And I'll do that for 10 minutes long. Okay. And that I feel that's especially around the world, um, you know, all, all the, the swinging exercises, there's numerous really creative kettlebell moves that you can make. And I, I feel like it's really a good core workout safe if you do it properly and i really feel my core turning on and then from there i would you know maybe i'll do some other exercises but i usually end with a farmer's walk and i'll take two 32 kettlebell uh, kettlebells in my hands and then i'll just walk as far as i can along a path and when i get to the end i feel like i can't hold it anymore i say okay i'm going to do another 50 meters and i do that 50 meters then i'll I'll have I'll put it down, and I and I have to make the way back, as well. Okay. Just uh, and I do that for the grip strength. Obviously, farmers walk also good for the core, and the rest of my body. But I mainly do it for the grip strength. So talk us through. Uh, talk us through. I'm interested in a, in a an average or a, yeah, a, a kind of weekly session you would do outdoors. Are you are you saying that you'll walk back to the apartment? two or three times with your kettlebells or are you saying, well, I'll take the, the, the heavier ones for the farmer's walk and I'll do another workout while I'm out there doing other exercises. How does it work for you in terms of being a, efficient with it? Or are, are you, as I say, going to and from the house? I would, um, I would generally do what I said now and what I would do extra is some kettlebell racked uh, lunges and I would do a double kettlebell racked walk. So I'll just rack them up onto my my chest, you know, uh, fingers intertwined. 
raise my elbows and I'll just walk for maybe 40, 50 meters. And then this is really good for the core. When your core just lights up. You have to really stay braced. You're forced to stay braced. Um, that's more or less what I do with my kettlebells. And then if I train otherwise, which I do another couple of times a week, I do that inside. Because I have, I have some other gear inside that I use that I can't get outside. Yeah, sure. And what, what equipment would be a good, um, would be a good starting point for anyone that says, do you know what, you know, I've, I found that doing a bit of a workout from home has been more effective. I'm saving more time. I'm saving money, not going to the gym. I've got the space to do it. And maybe I want to just take it up a level and, and get a bit of equipment. What sort of equipment would you suggest? And from a kettlebell point of view, you know, resources for for exercising things is all what you do self-taught are you are you following anyone specifically what's your what's your kind of advice around that yes i i would suggest looking at what's called the pull-up mate or something similar so the pull-up mate.co.uk i think is where you can get it it's a very simple basic uh cheap construction uh basically a, a pull-up a pull-up or a dip station and my favorite exercise on there is neither the pull-up or the dip it's actually the inverse row so that's that's where i hang upside down okay. with my back to the floor i put my feet on a chair or a little stool and i take a wide grip and i really focus on my on my technique where i really activate my pecs and my lats so i don't have any shoulder upwards traction and i'll just bring the bar to my chest or rather my chest to the bar so it's really upper back orientated and i do those... say again i was doing this this morning nice I'd, i've gone back to the gym for a session because we were we're post the recent lockdown here so uh that was one of the exercises of choice this morning it's a great exercise for the upper back yeah 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 and i i, I try to do it on a regular basis so I don't get muscle pain anymore and you know i'll do it once a week i'll do it heavy I'll, i have a weight vest 15 kilograms and so i'll just do sessions sets of five maybe four sessions and in between those i do push-ups with a weight vest so i think and why why, why those not the pull-up any reason um i i think you know the, i could do the pull-up but i to do the pull-up in a way where I'm really activating my upper back, I need a band at this point because I haven't been doing them enough recently. And the inverse row, I just feel like I have a much better orientation uh, pulling it to my chest when I'm horizontal. Also, it's easier for me to activate my lats fully so I can, I can really activate my lats. And so, you know, and I do that because I think that one of the missing links in our training today is actually not training the upper back properly and i feel being a chiropractor hanging over people all day that doing this for my upper back is just great it just takes care of the problem yeah i find as well it you, you tend to focus more on the technique uh, with a pull-up you that often you kind of jerk or you can jerk and it's a little bit i find that it's a little bit harder on the shoulders you know um whereas the yeah you know this exercise you're explaining there is is i think a bit kinder on on the shoulders and yet you can still really target those muscles which is which is the lats as you say really effectively and so it's a, it's a really yeah. great exercise to 
to try, I would say. It, it is I, routine. I agree with you because the thing is that what, um, just to, to add to what you're saying there, I think the, the inverse row is actually a step towards doing a good pull-up. I think the inverse row can be used to develop your upper back so you're able to do a proper pull-up, you know, gymnastic pull-up and not some kind of kipping or mm-hmm. or, or bicep-driven pull-up. Yeah, 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 for sure. I think that's, the, you know, we've talked about that a lot this year in terms of people trying to get from A to A to C before they've, uh, you know, they've passed B, as it were. Yes. And trying to take shortcuts. And, and this is the, you, you definitely see this in the kind of CrossFit culture where people are, yeah, they might do a bit of a, an onboarding session depending and that, you know, the quality of that depends on the quality of the trainers in the gym. Um, but then all of a sudden, yeah. Olympic lifts and you're doing all these things that actually you're just not conditioned already for, you know? And, yeah. and so I think, you know, that's one of the biggest learnings this year for me, particularly when I've gone back into the gym, kind of post these different lockdowns, almost you're seeing people try and get back to where they were you know, previously as quickly as they can, rather than just saying, well, okay, I've had a bit of time out. Let's, let's scale it back. And interestingly, that was one of the reasons that I wasn't doing it because I, I haven't been doing them so much recently. And so common sense said to me, okay, just ease off a little bit and you'll get back to where you were previously pretty quickly, but you'll do it without getting an injury rather than trying to just get back to where I was and, and go do something stupid, you know? It's all about pressure yeah. and that consistency those shortcuts and equipment. Because we know from a from a back health or back rehab and habilitation point of view, you've got to be sensible and you've got to be you've got to be um, patient with your approach, you know. And so the same same goes with training. I think that's a big lesson from this year. I think I think the skill is to if you know that you're not able to really push it because of your circumstances not allowing it, either working too much or being in a either stressful situation or having children, something that's costing a lot of energy. I think the skill is to taper your training, keeping it at a low level, not trying to do, to, to do silly stuff, push it too much, but keep it at that level until you find that you're out of that situation where you can now give more and you can push yourself more, where you know that you're going to have more time to recover, more time to to rest and I think that's a skill and it's a skill that took me a long time to acquire whereas before I would just even if I'm really tired or you know I don't have the capacity to, to train hard I would just go hard because I felt like it and, I, it, and it would just yeah, hit right. me back further further than where I started yeah, yeah sure 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 and so what's your what are your plans for next year in terms of trading for, for yourself jacob because you've worked a lot on your core over the years we talked about this back health and the issues that that you had post uh, post study and do you see yourself going back to the gym more next year or are you quite happy with the way that your your training is going is you, is it more time is it more what are your, what are your main reflections and uh, and vision for next year i I would really like to go twice a week at least, you know, and I'd like to do one session sort of more so, strongman training orientated and another session more maybe barbell oriented. And I I, I think that would be the ideal for me, but I, I'm not sure if that's going to happen um, considering the situation. And also 
I uh, like you. I have a little one, and it takes up a lot of time. So you gotta you gotta be sensible and smart, and every little bit of time you can utilize, you have to. So, um, but I'd like to definitely go more than once in two weeks, so at least once a week, where I can regularly do my strongman training. Um, and then I think, you know, what we just discussed is I, I need to see how busy I am with what we're doing here uh, at Smart Strong and also what what uh, what I'm doing in my practice, you know, see how that goes, what it allows me to do and how much I'm willing to take time off to train and then find a balance. But it's, and I find that, you know, that actually my body, having had this time where I'm not doing so much intense training, so heavy, has actually been very good for me. Yeah, you can definitely, uh, you can definitely get into that kind of uh, mentality of, yeah. I mean, it's enjoyable, but you kind of sometimes, you know, it takes these moments to kind of realize just how much you're doing, and actually, you know, some sometimes it's not necessary. You know, a couple of times a week, you'll, you'll keep on top of where you are and be in good shape. You know, and uh, yeah, it takes it takes a bit more effort at the beginning to to maybe get to that initial goal or that yeah. that, that end to to maintain it you don't need to do as much and you know that's where yes put in the hard work it's taking the opportunity to to, to take a step back and yes. look after yourself yeah. and and enjoy the rest as well you know because that's just so important as well you know we, we live such busy lives taking those rest periods taking that time out is is incredibly important and i think that's another thing from this year that people people have beat themselves up sometimes for for the additional time they've had and it's we're, we're so uh not used to that that we're 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 trying to fill the void as it were and actually sometimes it's kind of taking the opportunity to to just relax and, uh and enjoy it take a moment you know and because no doubt as lockdown and vaccines roll out because today is the first day that anyone's got a vaccine for covid in the uk and that's going to be a massive rollout in the in the coming weeks um as you can imagine globally and so suddenly life's probably going to go back to relative normality, which in, in many ways is a good thing. But ultimately for a lot of people, it's going to be more time in the office again. And suddenly this free time is going to be gone. So it's we, we've talked a lot about keeping motivated, keeping active and, and taking the time to look after yourself. But at the same time, a lot of that involves taking those opportunities to rest. I think that's going to be a big thing moving forward that people are going to want to hold on to is that additional time that they did have going to miss so those moments don't feel guilty and uh and and take the opportunity to rest as well is going to be my uh my mantra in 2021 you know don't get busy for you know take those opportunities to rest relax and that's just mind and body you know <laughs> great yeah so so what would you say ben what is your what is your goal for the next year well i think I mean, it's in recent weeks with the with the opening of the new clinic, uh, the training's taken a hit, uh, even more so than, uh, than than not being able to go to the gym. But I think what I've noticed particularly is is just how much you can actually do at home. I've got a, a reasonable amount of space, so you know I'm I'm privileged in that sense. Um, but I think it's more for me a little bit more consistency and structure. You know, the, the, I've been a little bit, uh, 
reactive. Oh, I've got a moment and I do a bit of training and it doesn't, it, it doesn't feel great. Um, so I, I just want to add a little bit of structure and get a little bit more equipment and take advantage of, of the space outside and do a bit more out in the, in the fresh air. I think that's something yeah. that I have enjoyed. Um, rather than being in the gym, getting the fresh air in the lungs as well alongside the training enjoyable as the exercise itself, you know. Um, so I want to get a bit of stuff out in the garden, um, pull, up, pull up bar and those kind of things that, that are kind of set in the garden. I want to look at some equipment, um, kind of gym garden stuff and get a few more kettlebells and just add a bit of structure and routine to to my training but i i I think like you the gym is great and it has its place for things like and sandbags i've got at home um, but rope pull and sleds and things you 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 definitely need the space and you need the right setup so there'll, there'll always be a place for that so for me it's definitely having a bit of a hybrid approach to to how i exercise um but certainly a lot more a lot more i'll do at home but it's just adding a bit of structure so for me it's it's getting the balance with getting the clinic up and running uh, balancing the family and and just having yeah. time that's dedicated to me and exercise on a weekly basis because I, I definitely feel better for it both mentally and physically and so it is an important part of my routine it's important that i get to do it because uh, at the moment when it's been so busy at early mornings um sometimes sometimes something's got to give and it's been the training and then then i'm feeling frustrated and guilty and that's just me and my <laughs> so it's just getting the structure right and the routine um but i know there's no excuses you know there's enough time in the week to do it i've just got to dedicate the appropriate to it and and yes. a message for for my patients you know there's always exercise is fundamentally important if you're going to recover and you're going to be more resilient then you need to move and you need to exercise and and there's no excuses for not doing it so i've got a um i've got to live by that same uh, same value really and um i i generally find time for it sometimes th- something's got to give but absolutely it will it will be uh, a mainstay of what i do uh, next year and beyond you know because it it just so important That's what we're designed to do right great prospects and uh, and, a, and a beautiful goal and i remember when we were at college studying together how we got up in the mornings to go training in the gym before we actually started our first class exactly. i think we how, what time did we meet in the gym i think it was 7 a.m yeah it was often 6 37 and then we'd be then we'd be straight in practicing so left to take a shower after training and then... yeah exactly so you know it, we get comfortable and uh you know and this is another thing people working from home we talked about it on a number of sessions that it's just too easy to roll over and have another 20 minutes 30 minutes you know all it takes is getting your alarm this yeah. early get up in the dark put you through especially in the cold yeah exactly exactly you know but get that fresh air get a bit of exercise do a walk do a run yeah. you're gonna feel better for it and you know it, it, yeah. it, it feels good mentally and physically so it feels so much better afterwards. And it just takes a bit of routine. You know, I've, I've been doing the Wim Hof cold showers and it's invigorating now. And even in these really cold, dark, early mornings, I just commit to doing it. And I feel so much better as a result. But initially, right. it's not comfortable. It's not enjoyable. But sometimes we've got to put ourselves out of our comfort zones to take a step forward. And, you know, I think that's a message for everybody. 
I think that's great, Ben. So I want to say thanks, my friend, for a, a great podcast uh, in 2020. It's flown by also because um, uh, because of COVID, Corona, and um, but we are here. And we've when when exactly did we start? Well, it was it was over a year ago now that we first um, we first published a, an episode. We we'd uh, we'd been organised with racking up a few so that we had a bit of a a platform. Head start. Uh, yeah, exactly. And um, and we've been pretty consistent, and we've had some good guests on the show. More guests planned for next year. I think that's going to be a big focus for us, having more guest episodes than just kind of solo joint shows, but. Um, They'll continue with a little bit more focus as we get a bit more time and uh, continuing to improve the quality and and ultimately get that course out there, which we've talked a lot about and we've made a lot of progress and we've had a lot of feedback and uh, and it's definitely going to be a beneficial product for people listening. So excited to launch that next year, excited to continue the podcast, excited to get more guests on the show and excited to continue spreading the word word and helping people to build stronger backs and get back to the activities they love so you know i'll look forward to continuing that journey with you my friend next year and we've got a a potential guest or so on the show before the end of 2020 but we we hit it hard again from uh from next year and um we appreciate everyone that's listened everyone that's got in touch everyone that's reached out with questions and everybody that's so far shared their reviews and their feedback on iTunes. It's uh, it's really been a a beneficial um, thing for us in terms of improving the show. But it's it's great to to share the message and uh, share the information and help more people. So please, as always, uh, head over to iTunes, give us a rating, give us a review. Head on over to the website, leave a comment, and uh, we're happy to get back in touch. Happy to help and happy to share more of your messages on the show. So we thank you as always for listening and uh, we will look forward to seeing you again on the next show.